welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we uh this is uh season two. Episode Season one. Two. <laughs> we did it, man. We did it, Rick. Fucking castaway fucking <laughs> podcast now. I don't know if our timing was great or poor at this point. I don't, I don't even know anymore. No, there are no rules anymore, man. We threw everything out the window. <laughs> For a long time, I felt guilty that I was like, oh, man, like we haven't been on. We missed this. We missed that event. We missed this other event. And now I'm like, damn, like maybe we were ahead of our time. <laughs> There's no more events. (laughs) Yeah, so welcome back, folks, uh, to season two of the Fox Crate Podcast. Season two, episode one. For those of you who who might have forgotten, uh, I am your co-host, Sonny Hermano, and with me from his, remotely. Remotely, this is Rick. Yeah, socially distanced. Yeah, you know, we tried to figure (laughs) out what was the best way to, to do this in today's climate, and it only made sense. That we do it like the rest of y'all are, are having to, to get by. Yep, yep. So this is not going to be perfect. Uh, then again, none of our episodes ever have been. So <laughs> yeah, we'll just we'll just roll with it, man. Yep. Before we go any further, though, uh, it's a new season, but we got the same theme song, man. So shout out to Johnny Go Figure, who will be kicking off season numero dos. Here we go. So for those of you who are return listeners, thank you for your patience as we were trying, you know, we were always planning on bringing season two back around this time of the year. But, you know, shit has changed <laughs> and fast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we were, uh, I think it was like last week, I was just looking over all the uh, uh, record store day releases and I was like, all right, cool. Shit to talk about. You know, what are the records we're going to be fighting over? What are the records, you know? And then it's just like, you know, like everything else, like every day, it seems like every 12 hours, shit just kept changing. And here we are. Yeah, man. Um yeah, like Rick just said, our, our plan all along was always to kick off season two as we were going to gear up for Record Store Day 2020, which was originally scheduled to be uh, April 18th. Yeah. But with that said, man, I mean, our, our goal has always been to kind of bring some type of levity, you know, through the vinyl community. Yeah. So what are you going to do with your uh, Corona uh, stipend? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, that's just supposed a, to be happening. <laughs> that's a great question. I think we're all about about to get a, a, a thousand bucks, right? Like, isn't that? <laughs> I don't like, know. Yeah. Like, can I, I say that I've already spent that thousand dollars? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it reminds me. Like when I first started freelancing, and and I would just have meetings. We'd sit around for a coffee, and like, oh shit. I'm about to book this gig and I'd go buy records <laughs> before anything even. And I'd be like, oh man, sometimes those gigs didn't happen. I was like, ah, oh, I already spent the money that I didn't get. So I had to learn. I guess it's one of those things where you see it, you know, I'll believe it when I see it. And then once it's here, like, what am I gonna do with this cash? Yeah, no, it's true, man. And again, like we're a podcast that's mainly about wax and how we like to collect it, purchase it, dig for it. But 
I'll be damned if I don't tell y'all folks to do it even more so responsibly right now than ever before yeah. because you want to be saving not just not just in a physical sense. I'm talking about like just save that dough for yeah. uh, the rainy days that are to come, man. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, obviously. As I say that, we're gonna start to dive into some of the records that we've been buying. I mean, I, I feel like I feel like it's like almost like a comfort thing, right? Like, yeah, I, you know, it's funny. Like, I I I haven't bought as much. I, I just think I haven't gone out with you to go buy records. Maybe that's why my budget's been just kind of reasonable. <laughs> this dude goes to like five records at record stores a day. I go to like one. Um, I want to say the last time I, I bought records was January, which seems like ages ago the way everything's been. But I, I did purchase online um, a pre-order for for Mac Miller's uh, was it Circles or something? So right, right. something to cry to. But I mean, we did get a J Electronica drop. Yeah, yeah. Childish Gambino, Childish Gambino drop. Yeah, yeah. So stuff is coming out. Um, well, well, okay, let's rewind a little bit because like we said from the top, we've actually missed quite a bit and it all almost seems inconsequential now compared to the event that we're experiencing at the moment. But man, 2020, dude, what a year. Um, yeah. <laughs> because it literally feels like the moment we wrapped up season one, which we shot at the end of the year in 2019, we dropped it in January of 2020, but we, we actually wrapped it at the end of 2019. Yeah. So much has happened, man. Like, I mean, obviously we've, we've, we've let our feelings be known about how we're big sports heads. Yeah. yeah and yeah. you know, Kobe's death hat came and came and almost, and almost went, you know, I don't mean that disrespectfully. Yeah. I just mean like, it's crazy how like perspective can change, you know, yep. over the course of a week or two. And so, yeah, we missed Kobe's thing, which affected, which I think affected you and I equally on some type of level. Yeah. So that happened. Right. And that, that, yeah. that affected our lives. Okay, if we're speaking to the vinyl community, dude, how about the fire that happened? Yeah, that fire. <laughs> uh, what was it? Apollo Masters in Banning, California? Yeah, yeah, shit, man. Like, that's what, 50% of vinyl production comes from there? People in the vinyl record business are warning of a global bottleneck in the industry after a fire last week destroyed the Apollo Masters Corporation factory in Banning, California. No one was injured, but Apollo was one of only two companies in the world that makes lacquers. It's a critical component of vinyl production that experts say will now be in short supply. I think that was like... We were ringing the emergency bells, like in the vinyl community, right? Like, oh yeah. no, the world is coming to it, and <laughs> at that point, and now look at us. You know what I mean? Like that's like yeah. the furthest thing, kind of yeah. from our mind, you know. And it leads us to where we are now. And again, I feel like everywhere you turn right now, it's COVID nineteen, it's coronavirus, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't want to necessarily add to that, but I feel like I don't want to be negligent either. You know, I um, I definitely don't think ignorance is bliss I, I feel like we should educate ourselves as a community inform yourselves with the right sources and it's a it's a wild time man because like i try to stay off social media as much as i possibly can and I, and as you could tell with the fox crate we kind of fell yeah. off the the face of the planet for a minute um yeah. i mean it's it's hard to escape it but i feel like there's a lot of folks out there who are like operating in fear, confusion, and they're just spreading misinformation in a in a reckless, dangerous way. Yeah, I try my best. I don't know what your approach is, but like, 
like how are you talking to your family about it? How, how you know how, how? I mean, everyone's just cool, man. Like no one's acting bulletproof, but no one's freaking out. It's just like you got food. Yeah, do you need this? I'm gonna be at the market. All right, cool. And that's it, man. I mean, you know, yeah. I'm, you know, going on and checking in social media. Yeah, we look at that stuff. See, but even then, even if like I was looking forward to like, yo, I'm gonna listen to my records now, and I do. I, I spend a lot more time listening to records now that my office is only for myself. Um, yeah, I, I got records going on all day now. Right. Um, catching up with a lot of stuff. And then I was like, all right, cool. I'm just, you know, work on some mixes. And, you know, so I, there's there's a lot for me to do. Um, I, I don't I, I don't feel like I'm in panic mode. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 maybe I have too much faith in people, but I, I don't think we're, um, we're not there quite yet. Yeah, I, I guess... I agree with you. I think, I think collectively we can pull out of this. Um, I feel like you and I have joked about this. I feel like our community and specifically you and I were prepped for this, you know, yeah. this moment in solitude. I mean, we have to share it with our family, our significant others, obviously, but, yeah. but I have no problem staying indoors, listening to records. Like <laughs> I got a whole crate full of records that I've been meaning to get to. So yeah, yep. this is, um, a convenient time to do so. And at the same time, you know, like I get my itch for, for wanting to buy more records still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's one of the things I was thinking about too. It's just like, yo, man, there's a lot of these smaller record stores that don't quite have an online presence. Right. And it's like, damn, like, you know, you kind of want to reach out to them and be like, yo, how can I like, I don't know, man, how can I shop, um, you know, in, in a responsible way right now? Yeah, like so, help us help you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In moments like this, I think music, obviously we do it through the form of wax, but music is going to be like one of your saving graces in terms of like your mental health. Yeah. You know, and your daily routines, how, however they may have been altered. You know what's funny? It's crazy though. Like, I don't know if I'm that connected to music. And I've been thinking about that a lot. Like, what is it with me and music? And I, I don't know. I think for me, it's more about a moment. And I, I don't know if I've ever really quite turned to music as a as a as a saving grace. I mean, it's more of a sound. I think that's why I've always approached music as a soundtrack, or where's it just background noise? And I think it just kind of adds to a gathering or a moment of solitude or wherever. Is there a specific record you would reach into right now? Like if if shit went haywire? I mean, my my. I think we talked about this before. We talked about like our go to bin that we would grab right in moments of distress, or if there was a fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would we take? What what's essential listening at that point for us? To answer your question, I take my entire reggae crates. Like, <laughs> right, not, right. <laughs> not just because of value, because that's probably where I've spent the most money in my collection, but. More yeah. so because of what it gives to me emotionally more than anything. Yeah. Um, for my mental psyche, right? Like it puts me in, in the right mood. And, and that's not to say that I'm always trying to put myself in a happy mood because there's times for where I think we should be reflective. There's times where we should be in solitude. There's times where it's okay to be sad, you know? Yeah, yeah. And reggae does all of that, ticks all those boxes for me. Right. So that's why it's like essential listening. For me, you know, reggae, rock, steady, dub, and everything under that umbrella, obviously. But um, right, right. Yeah. What about you, man? I mean, do you, do you, considering that it is background music for you, like, there's no there's no specific genre or record that like. Mm, I mean, there's like maybe one or two that I would like for sure make sure I had. Yeah. Um, but as I've listened to more of my records and I've they're 
they've all moved all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I don't have that one crate anymore to grab. It's like, fuck. But I think I'm a little bit more removed from it. I think I, I feel that it's just like it's a thing that I wouldn't freak out about. Right. And I don't know if that's growth or what the fuck that is, but— Well, let me ask yeah, you this, though. I mean, would you—, I, I, would you yeah. What you're saying, you're you're saying you can live comfortably if you never listen to another song again in your life? No, no, not that. Because I like music, um, but I don't think there's like a specific. Re- Maybe because I feel like I could just get it anywhere. Maybe that's where it's coming from. Right. Is that I don't feel it's like something that that that's gone forever if I don't protect what it what's mine. And maybe that's kind of. I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's like it's an all is lost thing. I, I don't know where that is. I, I don't know. It's, fuck. We got to get Vinyl Doctor in here. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not like I. I was like, oh, I'm not buying records. I'm like, yeah, I, there's records I look forward to. And right. Know. But I think it, it's more about a shared experience for me is what music is, and I don't think it. So treating it like I got to protect it as my own doesn't seem to match up to that value of it being a shared thing. Well, well, let me ask you then. Why do you still buy records then? Mm, I just want them like physically. But but for what purpose? If if you if you're just as happy to like leave them behind, just to play for <laughs> myself, dude. You know what I mean? Like, really, I think like, I'm I'm thinking like I'm in bliss right now as I'm like sitting in this office that that just kind of has all my records in it, and I have a corner where I do work. Yeah. And yeah, just listening, you know, having music playing. Um, yeah, no, no, that's interesting, man. Because like, I think what you're touching on, at least what my mind can't help but go to is like, I'm trying not to look too, too, too forward and too distant into the future because shit, the future right now seems like next week shit's going to be wildly different than what it is today. Right. But yeah. Do you think whenever it is, we come out on the other side of this event, like this changes how we interact with everything. Because to me, I, I, I kind of draw parallels to like, how 9-11 was like a, a a moment where we never did shit the same as a society, as as countries, as governments, you know. Yeah. I feel like this is in that same vein. Uh, but I think even after 9-11, it was more of a systemic change than it was like a, like a human thing. Uh, you know, but I don't know what changed amongst people. I mean, people got, I don't know, more paranoid? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. know. I don't know the answer. I I don't know. I don't even know what my guess would be right now, but I feel like, I feel like this is going to change. Like for, for instance, right? Like I think if we, if we talk about like the movie industry, right? Like the theaters were already kind of in this weird influx position where, Hey man, like why should I go to the movie theater? If I could just stream your movie from the comfort of my own home. Yeah. And now we're seeing, it's almost like that's being expedited, right? Under under different circumstances, but it's yeah. almost like now, will this be the new norm where they realized, oh, well, it was going to happen eventually, so let's just, fuck it. Like, let's just do it now. Yeah, but I mean, I think also about going to the movie theaters, like singing on a giant wall that you don't have at your house and being able to kind of get out. And I think more people will appreciate maybe leaving the house. Um, yeah, it's weird. I think we start looking at jobs, right? Right. You know, I could easily tell my boss, I told you, motherfucker, I don't need to be in this office. Like, <laughs> I can handle more shit from my house. I'm way more productive. Um, I'm less tired. Like, it's I'm at an advantage working from home. Right. You know? 
Right. I mean, we see how the value of, of, of teachers are now and people have to stay home with their kids and it's just like, oh shit, like I can't get anything done because, you know, <laughs> stuff will change. But I think, yeah, what, if, yeah, once this shit clears, like, yeah, you, I mean, shit, people are already at spring break. Like, <laughs> yeah. people are going to want to party. I don't think that's going away. Right. You know, people are going to like, am I going to go to a Dodger game when this shit goes down and it's done? Hell yeah. Yeah. You know, will I want to go to a bar and watch a Laker game if this thing's happen and we're good to go? Hell yeah. Right. You know, am I going to high five the dude next to me that I don't know? Yeah. Yeah, because it's community. You know what I mean? And yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. fun shit about it. So um, I don't know if there's, I mean, I guess it could go either way, right? It's it's this enhanced camaraderie of like, we did it, man. We got to this shit. Look what happens when we all come together. It's true. You know, let's celebrate. Um, at the same time, I think we're also starting to notice like, wow, like, the air is so nice right now. <laughs> I can see the mountains. It's like yeah. that's fucking cool. Yeah. Like, wow, you know, we're 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 fucking this planet up, man. <laughs> yeah. I think you're right. I think we're at a crossroads, right? It's either it's it's we're going to go one of two ways. It's we're going to either embrace each other that much more or we're going to be like, yeah. "Nah, man, keep your distance." Like, yeah, I mean, I think and I, I see more of that like li- trying to lift each other up, right? Like people, I mean, we've seen it before. And that's why I'm, I'm curious if, if this whole, like, stipend goes out, like, if we kind of start to pull that cash together and start Venmoing people who need the money. Yeah. You're not breaking the bank, but you're just like, yeah, I can help a little. So I, I'm hoping that is that what we see more. I'm hoping that that we see people kind of like, for example, a Moonshine Records, right? That's a small record store that it's like, yo, man, like, if you need me to go in and and buy something <laughs> or you know what I mean yeah yeah, or like, yeah no. but like you, you you sent me that this morning right of what was happening over at uh glass house record shop the glass glass house record shop yeah which was like you gotta you know come up with shit like that which is what you know I got this record boom 20 bucks who you know yeah it's shout a, out pretty to much an uh, online auction shout out to uh Alex Rodriguez uh aka record safari uh who's basically holding it down at the moment for the glass house record shop because what yeah. what they're doing right now what Rick's talking about is they're flashing up one record at a time they're they're posting a photo of a record and pretty much the way it works is the first person to comment sold <laughs> buys the gets the record now the caveat being that you have to send payment via PayPal before the end of that day, the Fox Crate may or may not have already participated in this. Uh, <laughs> in yeah, this. I was looking at it and I was like, ah, oh, fuck, okay, oh shit. Like they literally crossed every genre. Every genre. And the man. thing is, like, if you know, because you don't feel like you don't have time to, like, wait, let me sample that real quick. Let me just, like, nah, get on title. It's like, you gotta it. know it's already, like, man. Shit. And they put up, like, you know, both Amy Winehouse records, yeah. they put out some Bismarck Key records, like, some jazz records, some soul records, like fuck, they were all over the place. Yeah, man. they've they've only posted two reggae records as of today, one of which is coming this way. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's wild though. It's creative. I'm glad that he's doing it or that they're doing it. Yeah. And I hope I hope more record shops follow suit because that seems like the way to go. But but even then, right? Like it's got me Googling how long does coronavirus last on cardboard and i read it's like 24 hours you know so it's like <laughs> yo i i ordered like again last week i felt comfortable or buying stuff online and then once those things coming in i got a record from sweden and the package came in i was like let me open this outside <laughs> and then yeah i opened that shit and i wiped it down man like right uh, which like that. which i mean i mean i guess the important thing to do at that point is uh 
make sure you're washing your hands right after you open the package. Yeah. And don't touch your face at all yeah. uh, while you're... Yeah. I, as a matter of fact, I would even say, like, I bought a giant box of gloves. Right. Um, and, and, I, and I bought them because, as you said, the last time you went digging was in January. The last time yeah. I went digging was two and a half weeks ago at Amoeba. Right. Okay. Yeah. And for those of you who have never been to Amoeba, I'm sure you're familiar with the store already. I mean, those of you that have already know what I'm talking about, but it's one giant store. It's probably the biggest record shop that we have this side of LA or California. Yeah, it's the size of a Best Buy, man. Yeah, and probably one of the biggest in the in the country. So the first thing that crossed my mind was, man, like digging for records right now is probably the one of the more dangerous things one can do as <laughs> like as this virus, you know, because we're all touching the same parts of the yeah. record. Yeah, and it's so musty. Like I always like even on a regular day when I would leave a record store, like my face would feel like crusty. Yeah, you felt and like I don't you wanted to take a shower. Dust blowing into my face. Like it's one of those things that's like, yeah, it always is like, ah, uh, you know, I've been digging, my emotions been up and down. Um, and I touched, I don't know how many hundred records, right. right? And then held them, you know, with your hands or held them against your chest because you're pulling them out. I mean, you, you do everything, right? right. You put right. them down on the floor and put them back in. Like, they fucking go all over the place. Yeah, um, I mean, there's been countless times where I've been sneezing after digging at a used record shop. Like, Yeah, yeah. You know, so <laughs> so I thought about that two and a half weeks ago and I was like, Oh shit! This ain't this isn't smart. <laughs> if you're gonna keep getting packages in the mail, handle them with gloves, and then toss yeah. your gloves after you've opened the package, and then still wash your hands. You know. Um, yeah. So yeah. it's it's wild, dude. It's it's a wild time. <laughs> yeah, it's tough, man. Um, what do they say? Like, hay comida en la casa. Yeah. So hay discos en la casa. No. Yeah. Yeah. Keep yeah. your ass at home. First of all. A bunch of you probably have records. You don't like if you're like anyone else. If you, you know, there's shit that you haven't heard in a long time, or possibly, quite possibly, never. Right. Um. Or or never quite paid attention. Maybe there's a record you were listening to and just kind of like, eh, not for me. But it's somewhere in your collection. Um. I have this tendency to buy a lot of Spanish records, <laughs> extremely impulsively. <laughs> A lot of times I buy them because of the cover. Right. Where it's like, yo, I'm really going to get into psychedelic Latin music from the 60s and 70s. <laughs> like, fuck. Eh. You know, something about it being at that record store made me want to buy it. And then, right. and then you know, I just, you, you set it aside. So this is a time to, to, to rediscover gems you may or may not have. Look them up online. And I don't even want to get into that shit, right? Because I'm looking at records that I love and I value, and I look them up and I see them fucking being sold for three bucks. I'm like, <laughs> fuck you, man. This shit is priceless. Oh my God, dude. I was listening to, all right, so Milo just released his album. Yeah, shout out to Milo. And in his records, there's some track that he's talking about. You know, can you find the level of difficulty in this, which is a reference to a freestyle fellowship record? Can you find the level of revelry in this? Can you find the level of freedom in this? Can you find the level of spirit in this? And I bought that record on wax for like 12 bucks. It has that. I forget what's on the B side. Anyway, 
And I was like, oh, yeah. I'm like, I have that record. And it's like, can you find the difficult to complete this? And it's like, you know, it's dope. It's a great record. Yeah. I'm like, let me look up on Discogs because I got this shit and no one else got. And I was like, yo, man, why are you selling it for two ninety nine? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so, first of all, my fucking records are way more valuable than I think you guys fucking price them at. Right, fuck right, you, Discogs. Right. Number two, fuck you, Discogs. Make me 100%. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I just got into buying Discog records. <laughs> like a year ago I didn't quite understand that once you click purchase that the transaction didn't occur yeah. that you had to wait for an invoice and so I was like cool about this record can't wait to see it come yeah. and when I you know four or five days went by and I look up and I'm like man I haven't gotten anything whatever and I check my email saying you, you have, have not, not paid, paid this, this invoice in five days they cancelled my my uh, you know my purchase and I got like a zero star review yeah, on yeah, my yeah. very first ever purchase on Discogs. Oh, man. With that fucking zero, <laughs> you know, I went O for O. <laughs> and now there's some people I can't purchase from because I got a shitty review on my first ever purchase. I didn't know how to fucking use the thing. See, see you were what we would call <laughs> an online amateur at that point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, I, I, it was the first time I ever tried purchasing from but I was like, what the fuck? And it is a choppy, I mean, I get it, but it's just like, why, you know, why do I have, dude, if it's for sale or not, <laughs> fucking let me know. It's a marketplace, yo. This is not, you know, like. Um, it's just like, I don't, yeah, I don't go to the fucking market and be like, I'm going to buy that record. Cool. Let me get back to you. <laughs> like, nah, motherfucker, it's right there. It's on the fucking. Well, you know, because they got to check that it's still in their yeah, inventory. I know, but um, damn, so I didn't know. So there's a lot of records that I try to buy, and it's like, you do not qualify. I think I've gotten two good reviews, so I'm now I'm at 66%. You maybe you maybe just pull up my profile, and I'm sitting at a pristine 100% <laughs> uh, with 42 reviews. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so, so now um, I'm like super on Let me know. Let me know like, if there's a record you want me to buy for you, if there's a record. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey man, I'm like that little fucking eighteen year old standing outside the liquor store. Like, can you buy this shit for me, man? They're not letting yeah. me. Like, yeah. But anyway, but with all that, guys, uh, one of the main things that I was looking forward to, and it was weird because I was like, oh, I hope we kind of get time for ourselves so I can really dig through these records. Um, so I was like, all right, how can yeah. we kind of provide a service? To the vinyl right. community. So the hope is so like we're just gonna start going live with live sets, live mixes. Um, no judgment, no anything. I mean, no. I think for the most part, I wanna try and pull records that I haven't listened to or fucked with in a long time. So Yeah, we're gonna try I think we're talking about more selective style, right? Yeah, selective style. We're selective here to share style. our records. Yeah, if if you wanna indulge and take a listen and, and and hear what we got to recommend or what we're spinning, like please do so. We'll be we'll be uh, sharing the links. Yeah man. We'll be posting it. Um we'll be a lot more active. We got more free time now. I guess I guess that's a silver lining for all this. And I would implore those of you who do have collections out there, go and resort your collection, like Rick was saying, you know, like I, I've been thinking about uh, reorganizing my collection. Uh, prior to all this happening, I was going through a moment where it was like straight out of high fidelity, man, where I felt like I wanted to uh, resort <laughs> my records autobiographically. Like, because, you know, I started thinking about, and we'll get more into this into later episodes, but real quickly, like I started thinking about that, that lost period of indie music from the 2000s on yep and there was like you have to explain that to me why well that maybe that's another episode yeah it's definitely another episode but basically like that 
line of thinking got me to think like, man, there's a whole bulk of records that came out during that that time that I feel like I should own if I don't al- yeah. if I don't already own. But yeah, I would encourage everybody to if you want to kill some time and you're tired of just watching the news all day. Yeah, man. To help keep your sanity, I would say find ways, creative ways, safe ways to uh, to kind of pass the time, right? Without feeling like you're just wasting time. Yeah. Um, so with that said, man, like Rick said, be on the lookout for our upcoming mixtapes. Yeah, I mean, they're just going to be impulsive, man. I think that's what it is. Like, It might just be like... All right, I'm gonna get on this camp. This conference call was canceled, or whatever. I'm supposed to be working, but fuck it. Let me just get on. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so stay tuned, man. And then, and then, as far as the podcast is concerned, you know, this is season two, like we said. So the plan is still to bring you a whole new batch of episodes uh, for season two with with various guests. But I think, yeah, I think what we're gonna try to do early on in the season is actually check in with some folks that we had during season one just to see how they're coping and doing, and maybe they could pass along some tips. So with that said, man, thanks again for tuning in. We're, we're excited about season two, you know, circumstances being what they are. So for the Fox Crate, I am your co-host, Sonny Hermano. This is Ray. Peace. Can't explain it.